Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and I'm thrilled to be here with you this morning. Woo, is it a gorgeous morning, and I cannot believe it's August because I swear it's like 70 degrees in the house, maybe 60 eight I don't know it's just so luscious I've got a long sleeve shirt on and my pajama bottoms oh got Toulouse next to me grooming himself so um this is amazing and today whew, there's a lot um there's a lot happening in the world right but I just want to focus in today on how we manifest our experience how we manifest our limited world that we interact with <clears throat> the most powerful tool and I will come back to this again and again but I want this to be the root of everything you um you know about this and the root of everything is loving yourself because if you can't love yourself then everything out there is a reflection of what is real within you and if you're not loving yourself there's something off you know if you're not able to love yourself or you're not willing to love yourself um it's just not happening then what is happening? It's not a void. There's something else going on. Maybe it's shame. Maybe it's resistance. Maybe it's um, anxiety or stress. So you have to um, recognize that when we love ourselves, we displace those other things. And suddenly there's like this lift, this uh, shift. And suddenly we feel empowered and enabled. We don't realize that focusing in on these programs that are around us in the world on anxiety and fear <clears throat> we don't recognize that those are a sell out. We're selling out for our happiness. We're selling out for our love, our self love, and we're buying that instead. So we have this amazing opportunity <clears throat> to be in uh, empowered to take responsibility for who we are in this moment. And if you want to be other than empowered, then what you do is you go into fear. That is pure illusion because you never lose your power. You just pretend you lose your power. You just pretend you have no power. But that's never been the case. And uh, we can choose to love ourselves. And this is unconditional love. All right. This isn't like, oh, I'll love myself if I get this done on my uh, day. If I don't snack today, I'll love myself. If I get all my exercise in, I'll love myself. If my kids don't yell at me, I'll love myself. If I get this job, I'll love myself. No, it's none of that. It's even though I didn't get the job, I love myself. Even though my kids are being stinkers today, I love myself. Even though I ate chocolate cake for breakfast, I love myself. Oh my God, I love myself so much. And when I say that, I even feel the proof in it. And the more we feed into that loving ourselves, the kinder and more responsible we'll be with ourselves. So that's pretty darn huge. Now, so a lot of people are feeling resistance and they're feeling resistance because they don't know how else to respond to what is going on around them that they don't agree with so they go to resistance resistance is another form of illusion it's giving away your power so when we give away our power then we got to wonder um it's no wonder i should say that your immune system has been compromised it's no wonder that you get sick 
It's no wonder that you're manifesting a world around you that you don't agree with because that which we focus on, we attract. So we want to focus on love. We want to focus on the best attributes of our neighbors. We want to focus on um, the abundance we have in our, what do you call that? In our bank accounts. We want to focus on the abundance we have in our lives in general. Uh, yeah, so it's just, uh oh, I did something. I don't know what I did. Anyway, we want to focus on those things that we love, that we want to grow, that we want more of, that we want something of. Maybe we don't even have anything of it. Maybe we want a beautiful red car and we don't have one. Rather than focusing on the lack and feeling crappy, we focus on all the beautiful red cars out there and how much we love them. We love them. We love them. You know, I made a declaration like five years ago, or no, maybe it was two years ago or something, that I would have, I would be driving an electric car within five years. Now, it's so funny because it was like a balloon. I blew it up. I made this balloon. I'm going to be driving an electric car within five years. And I let it go. I don't know how that's going to come about, but I'm halfway there. I got a hybrid <laughs> and I love this hybrid. And it wasn't like I was looking for a hybrid. I was looking for a car that I could afford in my price range in Delaware on route to my house so I could get a car immediately. And what showed up? A hybrid. A hybrid showed up because I'm on my path to an electric vehicle. Isn't that awesome? Um, not that it may matter, um, unless it's a solar powered car, not that it may matter, who knows like what's going on in this world. But, um, but anyway, I love the idea of getting away from the, the consumer thing, the consumer fuels that an electric car may not be getting away from it. I don't know, but maybe I'll get a car that runs on water or maybe I'll get a car that, um, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm just so excited at the idea of doing things with less usage of the uh, environmental, you know, resources. That's it. So, ah, oh, God, I, I just am blown away by this day and this moment. Oh, and I feel so grateful. Oh, I'm releasing now. I'm going to get my water. I'm so grateful that we get to meet like this. So... Let's go back to this idea. So unconditional love is the answer. I've just got to restate that again. And if you want to know more about that, maybe check out some of my other um, podcasts or call me or text me or set up a one-to-one session. But um, unconditional love is the end-all yumminess. Uh, that's where we, if we start there, we're going to have very fast uh, results. And if we anchor there, we are forever going to be expanding. There's no way around it. So I, I have to stress that because people want to take these shortcuts and the shortcut is I'll fix it out there. Well, there is no fixing it out there. <laughs> there is none. You can only fix it from within. So let me drink some water now. Mm. I wonder if people who give talks, who speak nonstop for like an hour... I wonder if it's like a muscle and they build that muscle and so it's more tolerant of being used that much. <laughs> I remember when I first started reading to Bella out loud, I was reading her a Piers Anthony book, which is an adult novel, by the way. And it was exhausting to read a page out loud. I hadn't realized how comfortable I had gotten into just reading in my head, you know, 
but reading out loud. So and it, I ended up reading Bella the whole Zant series out loud. If you can imagine, I got better at it. That was for sure. I had to get my bearings. You know, I had to get my, I just had to get, you know, I don't know what that term is, but I had to get um, like strong at it. And then when I got strong, I could read for 20, 30 minutes out loud. Easy peasy. So um, back to this resistance thing. So if we are noticing what's going on outside of us and you know what, let me give you two scenarios. If you have been in a practice of loving yourself and that it was your end all, you practice that for like a week or a month, you're gonna notice that your view of the world changes. And suddenly you can look at the world without taking it personally, without taking it on in your body. You can just go, ah, okay, and that's it. Ah, okay, but I'm not gonna buy it. I'm not gonna buy into that. I'm not gonna take it on. Then you have the person who isn't so in their power with owning, loving themselves. And suddenly something that's happening out there, it's like a whiplash effect. Suddenly they're anchored in that and that becomes their reality. Our reality comes from within. When you think your reality is coming from outside of you, you will die. That's how simple it is. You will die because because there's no, I don't even know how to say it. You will die. It could be a spiritual death. It could be a physical, emotional death. But you will die because you're giving all your power away. You came here to be in your power, live your highest potential self, and be a creator, be a co-creator. So when we give away our power, we feel dead inside because we're not doing what we came to do. So that is, and then if you spiral into that, fear is the guiding factor. Fear starts to be the driving force for everything you do rather than manifestation, rather than loving yourself, becoming um, an external manifestation. So when we love ourselves unconditionally, we manifest a world around us of unconditional love. But when we are in fear, well, we're also manifesting, but we're just feeding back what we're receiving. So we're feeding back, we're, we're creating we're recognizing, we're seeing what we see. We're using and interpreting that to emotionalize fear, emotionalize distrust, emotionalize shame, um, unworthiness, whatever you want to call it, anger. And then we're pushing that back out into the environment, which in some cases, more often than not, that will trigger more. And you're in this cycle of fear and anger and hate, and it's just not fun and a lot of stress. This isn't our home base. This isn't who we are as human beings. As human beings, we are unconditional love. And it's just a time to remember. And I think with all these hard times happening, a lot of people are waking up and remembering because they're being challenged. It's not the same old like, oh, honey, I'm going to work. Oh, I love you guys. Oh, da, da, da. There's no challenge there. There's no growth. Where's the growth? The growth is in the challenge, the resistance. The resistance creates growth. But we want to meet the resistance with love. We don't want to meet the resistance with fear. That is the difference. That is the difference. When we meet resistance with love, we are almost like the kung fu expert that lets the punch go right by us. You know, we twist our bodies and flow with the thing. So there is nothing on us giving resistance to that so that we break. But when we're in fear, the resistance is um, like dead weight and we're like taking all these blows and everything is crumbling and breaking and bruising and it doesn't feel good. 
It doesn't feel good at all. And before you know it, like I said, you crumble and die, whether it's emotional, like I can't believe this is happening. You know, there's all different levels um, of ways that we can feel dead. You know, depression is on the way there. I mean, I remember a time in my life when I was very depressed and it felt, I felt numb and it felt like nothing mattered. But there was a little glimmer in the back of my head that said, it will happen, it will come. And there was a little bit of hope. And at that time, hope was a very positive thing for me. And it, it, it kept me going. And I was really, uh, and I'm, I'm really grateful now for all the experiences I had. They taught me so much. If I hadn't had those experiences, I wouldn't be able to speak so, um, so hope, like, I don't even know, clearly, you know, from, like, I wouldn't know other people's, I still don't. We only know our own experience. But I've known a very dark experience where my soul felt like it was, it had nothing to do. It was asleep. It was not, it was not allowed to come forward and uh, speak. It was not allowed to come forward and be, um, be, be co-creating with me. And that was so, that was the hurt. That was the depression of being disconnected. But the hope was that at some point I'd be in an environment that would be much more open to me having a relationship with my higher self. And it did come. And then it took me years to reconnect with my higher self in a way that was uh, productive, in a way that was like co-creating my environment. I remember the time when I was just okay leaving all my walls as they were, like we'd rent a house and the walls were fine. I just take what I got. And I remember the point at which that changed. And I was like, enough, enough. And I had to bring in the energy of color to assist me in just living my full potential self. And I brought in this magnificent yellow color. It was like this golden pumpkin yellow. I painted my car that color. I painted the walls in my living room. I didn't realize what I was doing. This color just kept having this much value to me that I kept incorporating it into my world. <clears throat> and it was absolutely amazing. It was absolutely amazing that when I finally recognized that this color was everywhere, and then I did an exercise that my daughter uh, put together for a healing uh, class she taught. And when I did the exercise and I focused on that color, I, I using a pendulum, my body told me that that color represented love for me. So it was huge. So at that point forward, color became very much effortless uh, usage. Like I started painting everything. I painted all the rooms one by one as I needed them. I let the rooms dictate what color they wanted to be. And I'm doing the same thing in my other houses. The rooms are dictating what they want to be. And it's so wonderful. Mm. so amazing so um oh, oh my goodness oh my goodness oh my goodness so um yeah this is this is so cool that we are in this place where we can create the world we want and we look at what's going on around us and and that doesn't have to we don't 
we can choose how to take it. Like I'm taking it lightly. I'm taking it in a way where I know, I know the power of one person in alignment, in their truth, is greater than a million people out of alignment. And so I know that if all the people who are awake, rather than um, feeling there's something to fight, what if there was something to love? What if there was something to love? Because I believe that power of love supersedes the power of fight any day of the week. And if we embraced in ourselves this ability to spread love, to share love, to, to, to shine love out onto this planet, it would immediately nullify this nonsense. But it's this belief that the nonsense is real. And then by resisting it, rather than doing the kung fu you know, move where we let it go right by us, it's this resistance to it that makes it more real. Because that punch that went by our shoulder and didn't touch us wasn't so much a punch as the one that hit us in the gut. Because, you know, there's no evidence. There's no evidence of that first punch, right? So powerful, powerful times. And I invite you to start loving yourself so you can build your furnace of love that you can shine out onto the world and watch the miracles happen. I see them all the time, every day. It's beautiful, and uh, we all deserve this. And as we send out this light, other people will wake up in it too. We set the standard. I love you. Bye-bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaset.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.